Hello, welcome to the Roll Together podcast. Thank you for joining us for these podcast versions of our streamed shows from Twitch. You can always find our schedule of upcoming shows at twitch.tv slash rolltogetherrpg slash schedule. Please do leave a review and we look forward to adventuring together. And welcome, denizens of the multiverse, to Talking is a Free Action, our weekly show where we take a denizen of the material plane and we put them through a little gauntlet of challenge rooms and questions to find out just what makes them tick. Why? Well, because we may or may not be thirsty for knowledge. All knowledge. We're trying to collect all of it. And this week... I am going to be trying to pull knowledge from Frore. Hello, Frore. Hello. <laughs> you seem to be in good spirits, having just been kidnapped. Mm. Like I'm just going to have to figure it out as we get home. <laughs> Is this your usual approach? You just take things in their stride? Yeah, always taking information in. Always. Fair enough. I feel like you're going to be one that I'm going to have to keep an eye on. You seem a little sneaky. Anyway, well, how rude of me. I've not introduced myself. I am the illusionist, and I represent the question masters, your resident benevolent inquisitors. This is my temple of truth. I have kidnapped you too. And dear audience, I have reason to believe that not only do we have Frore here, but he is connected to a higher being known as Michael or Mike occasionally. <laughs> so hopefully throughout this process, we'll also get to know a little bit more about him as well. I can try and contact him through the means of questions. Now, before we begin our trials proper, we must thank our wonderful sponsors and supporters, mustn't we, Frore? Oh, yeah. Yes, of course. We know. <laughs> the sponsors and supporters. Don't tell me you don't know about Hero Forge and Ultra Pro, Phoenix Dice and Alchemy RPG, Idle Champions, Neverwinter, Elderwood Academy, and DD Beyond. Oh, this fourth wall breaking turned my brain. Ah, but you do recognize that it's happening. Good, good. <laughs> this is what we like to hear. So we thank all of our sponsors and supporters, and as well, the D20 Club. Foray, would you like to say anything particular to the D20 Club? Um, thank you. Very good, very good, yes. We all extend our greatest <laughs> thank yous to them because nothing would be possible without them. If you would like to be as fabulous as they are, you could join them on Patreon and support us there. Now, if you can't join us in the Temple of Truth Live, you can always listen on your favourite podcasting app by searching for Roll Together RPG. And we're also across these places called social media platforms. Uh, there's a, a, a Twitter and something about a clock uh, and the like. And you also search for Roll Together RPG there as well. And 
you may well be here on uh, on Twitch, but you could also be watching this afterwards on a place called YouTube as well. So keep an eye out for all of those, and you can find us under the name Roll Together RPG. Well, I must have a word with these little kobold servants of ours at some point, because really it should be the illusionist's fabulous temple of truth. Honestly, they're slacking, my dear. Now, Frore, the temple of truth has summoned you. Over the next uh, 55 minutes or so, we'll go through the temple. Do you have a D100 with you, my dear? Um, apparently I do. Ah, excellent, good, yes. If you search in your pockets, great, yes. marvelous, there it is. Now, that will represent which door you go through. And behind each door is a little challenge to overcome. It might be a puzzle or a monster to deal with or any sort of challenge. But if at any point you decide, oh no, this is too much, then you can always say talking is a free action. And then I will pull you out and we will ask a question to Mike instead. Does that sound all right? If I get to a door, can I pick a new door, or can I call a friend? Call a friend? You know, just shout really loud. Well, you can you can shout as loud as you like, but uh, myself and the audience are going to be the only ones that hear you. Ah, uh, okay. So the 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 door I get is the door I get. Yes. No second chances. Unless it's <clears throat> not the door that you get, in which case it's not the door that you get. But you wouldn't know now, would you? Oh, I see. Clever. Instantly, if you were to call a friend, which friend would you call? Hmm. That's a tough one. Prosperous would dis- destroy this entire place, but it would I be good fun to watch. I think I've heard of Prosperous. I think the poppet had pee on not too long ago. Yes. Yeah, I feel bad. is still standing, though, so... Oh. Uh, Maybe this That's pea impressive. is not as powerful as you thought. No, or Aldrin would see through every single word you're saying, and it'd be almost uh, a fruitless project, eh? Yes, once again, actually, I do remember my uh, my good friend the Fae also invited Aldrin into her chambers and, and puzzles, the Villa of Veracity, she calls hers, and, uh, and yet she still stands, and... You know, so all I'm saying is if you think the most powerful people have uh, come through and uh, not been able to see through everything, do you think you have any chance? No, but I like to be surprised. Okay. I also like to be surprised, Frore. So we'll see what you've got. Now, I, I will say that powerful as I am... I am also benevolent as well, as we've already established, but my powers will only last for about mm, 55 minutes or so. After that point, you will be deposited back where you were. You probably won't remember any of this at all, or it'll feel like some kind of odd dream. Uh, where were you pulled from, by the way? Uh, what was the last thing that you remember? Last thing I remember... I was being in Blackwater, mm-hmm. and there was uh, the entire building was falling on top of us. Oh dear! Something 
Yeah. Well, that doesn't and sound right. And a massive, right. huge, grotesque maggot. Lovely. Well, that sounds delightful. I'm sure you'll be thrilled to be sent right back there in uh, just over 50 minutes, won't you? Uh, I mean, you couldn't press a dissertation me before I go. Oh, I mean, you can be as clean as you like while you're in here, but it won't apply when you go back. Right, so all the notes I've just taken about all these extra planar worldly things you said won't come with me either. Yes, that's my notebook, not yours, in your hand, oh. just so you know. Ah, and you know, if at any point I think you're getting too clever, I can just... And the text on the notebook changes to something indecipherable to you. Oh, I want to sit down with a... Have you got cipher? I'd love to just decode this. We could do that, that could be my challenge. We'll see how you do. Roll okay. a dice for me. Foray, that D100. He'll flick the D100 almost like um, a coin toss. Mm-hmm. Ooh, 72. Interesting. Okay. So, before you is the Temple of Truth. It's uh, it's large, vaguely pyramid-shaped, a little bit uh, like a ziggurat. And at the very front of it, there is a massive uh, set of silver double doors with engravings and carvings all over the front of them. As you approach the door and pop your hand on it, would you investigate the door or would you just push it open? Mm. Uh, you can push it open. <laughs> Not enter, but just like... Yeah. Look for it. As you try and push it, it suddenly kind of pushes back to you and closes <laughs> again. Charming. Um, okay. I'll investigate the door. Okay. How are you investigating it? Um, it will follow the sort of the seams, um, mainly looking at the sort of where the door's um, words um Hatch it? No, I can't think of the word now. Where hinge? There we hinge, go. Yeah. I had a H in my head. Where the hinges sit, and see if there's anything pushing or playing with that. Whether it's glowing, enchanted, um, underneath. It's one of those where um, the hinges are on the other side of the door to where you are, like a front door where you wouldn't be able to sort of access the hinges from the outside. Um, but you don't see any sort of glowing or anything do you have a way of um detecting magic no not particularly um instead i've got a short sword mm -hmm. and what i'll do is i'll push the door open and then just put the short sword in between and wedge it between the door and the um frame and just wedge it so it can't slam shut on me again it's a really lovely thought but as you go to push the door it sort of, it doesn't move, but it does that kind of rattling noise. Hmm. The illusionist has sort of stood behind you going, well, aren't you going to enter? Well, I'm figuring out the first game first. Uh, I'm falling at the first hurdle, are we? Maybe. Um, can't bait and switch at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, uh, this is like, 
why I, I don't know if i'm a problem to chris or they love it because <laughs> i just use all of my skills and things in the total wrong way and every single time chris is like that's really interesting maybe <laughs> i mean you're you're also a, a rogue right you're a fighter rogue i will give you this mm. like there is uh there there is a lock ah the it just slammed shut and locked okay i'll just hmm <laughs> It's like big silver Doors ring of the hat candles, and, yeah. then, and then at the centre there is a keyhole. I will flick out a lockpick and attempt to thieves tools my way through it instead. Instead of making it so complicated, that is. Do you want to roll me a thieves tools check? So that is. That is a nine. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh dear! This is this is the, the, the nightmare of any rogue. It's like ah, this is my this is my thing. This, this is, is my, my jam. Gone. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the uh, the mechanism. You go and you you put your thieves' tools in and you start fiddling and you're like oh yeah I got this I got this this is this is just a lock right it's just a normal lock um and I think in that moment of sort of underestimating you just hear a snap and your tool breaks in it and the uh, the illusionist just kind of goes having trouble mm, performance issues I don't know if it's you it know I guess stage fright maybe um, There's a common occurrence. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I could just keep trying and trying and trying, or um, talking is a free action. <laughs> there we go. It's the name of the game. Why not? Because <laughs> we um, could make this really boring. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just uh, get another set of Steve's tools out. Yeah. Roll again. Roll just again. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I'll do question. I the, the the illusionist sort of snaps her fingers, and suddenly it's Mike. Hi, Mike, and it's Nat. Hi, hi, me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't jump on that. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, okay, okay. So the question, Mike, is: If all of your characters formed a band, who would play what? Oh, so I'm trying to think who who I've got in a role together. We've got Hemlock, Brawray, um, Professor George, um, my very very first character from a Wizard of the um, Other Slider Horse House. Yeah, rules. Yeah, yeah. Um, who else have I got? I think that might. What, be. What's the chops, Goth Girl? Oh, Jamie! How can I forget forget about Jamie? So I've got, I've got four. Mm-hmm. A good Hemlock. size band number. Yeah, probably like all dexterous. So I think a keys or guitar. Mm-hmm. Jamie definitely scream out up front. Hemlock drums and Professor George is definitely synths. You know, and he'd be wearing those mm-hmm. like big glasses. Yeah. The circular fluorescent ones. Amazing. What kind of so we've got uh what well, we've got synths and but what kind of uh band what kind jazz of screamer. Jazz. 
Right, nice, nice. They keep on saying to Jamie, just saying you've got a lovely voice, but she's just too angst yeah. about it. Ah! <laughs> Amazing. Especially since, I think she's in like the shadow bubble or something now. I don't know where she's gone. <laughs> Does she have any... Um, re- remind me, uh, Jamie is a warlock, isn't she? A warlock sorcerer. Warlock sorcerer. They could definitely have a lot of like very cool uh, effects going on in the background, mm. adding to. Oh, she's a shadow sorcerer as well, so it would be epic. It's like really like emo goth jazz. I love it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what about like what about you? Your millions of characters. That'd be. How would you oh. do that? <laughs> I had this conversation with Tom when I came on this. And I, I, I immediately forgot Valka, who I was like playing at the time. <laughs> um, but I think there was, there was mostly uh, I had uh, Polly Tartan, who is my bard, was on guitar because she's basically Dolly Parton. And then I had a whole bunch of people singing, and then I had my um, my Tanuki from Busy Bees um, was on the drums. <laughs> uh, I don't know what kind of band it was. It was, it was a lot of noise, is what that band mm. was. I can and, picture Viorica wincing <laughs> already like, at both yeah. of us. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> um, and then I also um, I struggled with the very mean question that Tom threw to me, as well as a follow-up, which I'm going to pass on to you, Mike. You are welcome. What would the band be called? Hmm. <laughs> This is always such like naming things yeah. is the worst. Jamie, I think it'd be a straight up like Jamie and the mm-hmm. oddly sized. <sighs> the oddly sized animals, because I'm pretty sure what? they're all. Oh There's no, the oddly way. sized races, because they're all different races. There we go. Jamie and the oddly sized right, races. Okay. It's the best I've got. Or it's just there being like, oi. <laughs> <laughs> what am I to you? Because <laughs> for some reason, no matter what I play, I still seem to make them strangely different. <laughs> that's, that's part of the joy of D&D, right? It's getting to, like, poke and prod at all of the different aspects. Oh, and, absolutely. Uh, and then, to... yes, somehow falling into the same tropes every single time. Well, but, uh, what is it? No idea is truly original, so all tropes are perfect for exactly that reason. Because the tropes for a reason. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, you can lean into, if you know a trope well, you can lean into it to find the ways to subvert it and that's oh, the story you're doing, which is... Or you play something so drastically crazy, you don't even know what trope you're trying to do. So you yeah. just pick a million. <laughs> <laughs> If Frore was playing Keys, what, uh, I mean, if he was just, if it was just Frore, rather than a band that was influenced by Jamie being moody at the front, what would Frore be doing music-wise? Like, sort of Motown blues, you know? Like, and it'd all be really sort of 
sad love songs and and maybe a bit of folk kicking in as well and telling like his murder investigation stories mm-hmm. you know like in sort of traditional folk um music where they tell you a story through yeah, the song yeah, yeah. because you think he'd think that's incredibly you know unique <laughs> even though there's about 10 let other me, people waiting in a line at the open mic to do the exact same thing <laughs> let me let me tell you a ballad of how i'm a sad boy <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, bless him. Right. Well, with that question answered, roll me another D100, please. One, two, three, back in a row. 36. 36. So, yes, you uh, you just hear a... And in a cloud of smoke, suddenly, Froray is in front of the door and the illusionist <laughs> is staring at him and just... prods the door open. Well, that wasn't hard, was it? Okay. Appreciate that. Uh, Beyond the door, you see uh, sunshine and grass. Do you go in? Mm, He'll take a knee and, like, run his hands through the grass, seeing if it's real, appreciating it. Feels real, smells real. Oh, this is an ash break from Blackwater. It's lovely, isn't it? Lovely Ooh. sunny day. So as you uh, as you enter further, you see um, beyond you can hear like a trickling of water, and then uh, as you sort of keep walking, a river sort of fades into view in this sunny field, and the other side of the river is uh, a guy who is waving at you. Oh, hello! All right. Hey, up. <laughs> you, I've been waiting for someone to come along. Can you uh, give me an hand, please? Do you need an hand with? Oh, right, yes. Uh, would help if I told you that. So, uh, Zir, I've got this, uh, well, next to you, on your side of the river. If you look next to you, and if you do, suddenly in front of you appears. Uh, so I've got my, uh, my pet wolf and uh, my pet goat. And uh, my pet cabbage, um, and and somehow I'm over here, and I need them bringing over to me. But here we go. I can push the boat over to you. Um, but could you could you get them all over to me though? But you can't let the wolf eat the goat, or the goat eat the cabbage. Hmm. And 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 the as you look at the boat, the boat is only big enough for both you and one other thing at the same time. It's a very big cabbage. <laughs> so not eatable. No. Okay. Not physically, at least. I had not prepared my brain for these clever, <laughs> clever, clever antics. Hmm. Let's see. This doesn't have to be how would Mike solve this. This can be how would Froray solve this. So the goat will clearly want the cabbage, and the wolf clearly wants the goat. And I need to get them all across. The wolf is just like sat there, very well behaved, but is like looking at you like. Mm. He like, definitely eat the goat. 
The I'm cabbage is also looking at him. Yeah, <laughs> suspicious cabbage. Oh, I've just made my next character. <laughs> um, suspicious carriage. Suspicious. Cabbage. Uh, I can. I've got my eye for detail to spot hidden creatures or objects. Uh, insightful. I for deceit whenever you make it. <laughs> hmm. You convinced See? the wolf that the goat is not a goat. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, I am quite convincing. Um, uh-huh. But there's only space for me and one other. Yeah. But I could just push the boat across. So. Um, so that would leave space for two, but if I put the goat and the wolf on there, they'll definitely eat each other. So I need to... Well, the goat wouldn't eat the wolf. No. <laughs> or would it? Or would it? Now, Fari's Now the goat is also like, meh. Yeah. Suspicious goat. Right. Let's whack, whack the wolf and the cabbage onto the boat. The wolf looks disappointed. The cabbage yeah. looks angry. Yeah. But what happens if the cabbage eats the wolf? Right. Right. Um, that's fine. Right, I've got a goat on the what side. Oh, wait a minute. I'll just do one of one after the other. Or can I only go across once? You can go across more than once. All right, cool. I'll push push those two across, go back, get the wolf, and then uh, get the goat and go across with the goat. So you, you, well, you've pushed the boat across. The boat yeah, is now on the other side. With it. Oh, you're swimming with it. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Roll me a d20. This is seven. Okay. Okay. You're pretty dexterous, aren't you? Oh, uh, yeah. I've got plus ten or more for saving throws. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. As you uh, as you start swimming in the water, you start to see um, snakes, water snakes, start to swim towards you. That's inconvenient. Yeah. They look venomous. <laughs> they're swimming any... towards you. Okay. Do you know snakes? Um, probably not. Then you have no I idea. Catch murderers? No. Mm-hmm. Forests. <laughs> Unless they're murdering snakes. Oh, maybe. Um, I'm just going to carry on for now. All right. All right. The just snakes will, will... Nom, nom, nom. They'll swim up to you and they'll start like, they'll start biting you. Does the bites feel like a problem? <laughs> I mean, not to start with, but there's quite a few snakes and there's getting more and more of them. How far? Am I like past the point of no return? Not yet. Cool. So I'll bring it back. <laughs> yeah. You look at the illusionist because that's clearly not the answer. Um, and go back, sort of uh, ring out his jacket and turn around and look. Right. The illusionist has stood there just making notes in her own notebook, mm. watching. Just, yeah, you'll just put the take the goat off. Um, the goat was never in the boat. It was the wolf and the cat. No, it was the wolf. Take the take the up. Uh, ah, but if I leave one of the other together, 
one of them will eat the other while I take the other one across on the boat. Oh wait, no. I'll put the goat onto the boat, take the cabbage off. I will take the goat across. Mm-hmm. Come back. The farmer's like, oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, good. Thank you, my goat. Great. Good. Thanks. Come back, get the wolf, take mm-hmm. that across so that the wolf won't, the, the goat. Wait. Yeah, so I've taken the cabbage. What did I take? Oh, the goat across first. Mm-hmm. Ah, but the, when I'm on the other side, the goat or the wolf will eat each other or the cabbage while I'm not there. Oh, the farmer should be. I mean, it's his responsibility to look after me at that point. Oh, I'm feeling very useless today. I'm just going to stand here like a lemon while you fix my problems for me. Well, that sounds like a him problem. So <laughs> he's going to, Rory's just going to carry on on this path. <laughs> take either or across and then take the other one across and see what butchery happens in the meantime. <laughs> you get to the other side. So you've, You've taken the, the the goat over and then the, the wolf has gone over and as you come back for the cabbage, you're rowing the, the cabbage across. The cabbage is looking at you with hungry eyes and sort of licks its like... A tongue comes out and licks its Is it lips. a mimic cabbage? I don't know. You'd have to investigate. Oh. I will use my half a detail. Um to spot hidden creatures or objects. It is, uh, it is a cabbage. Oh. I mean, it's pretty demonic. I'm slightly disappointed. As far as cabbages go, this is quite a, d- a demonic cabbage, but hmm. uh, it's not a mimic. So uh, I don't know if that's better or worse. Um, but as you're, as you're rowing, the cabbage is, uh, is looking hungrier and hungrier, but you get to the other side uh, just in time to, to scramble out the boat and find the wolf has eaten both the farmer and the goat um, and is just sitting there chewing on a bone and looking very pleased, wagging its tail. <laughs> Rory just puts his hands on his lips and he's like, you're not a very good pet. <laughs> yeah. Well, looks across to the other side of the river to the illusionist. I was like, I mean, I did it. Didn't succeed. <sighs> good to have to get another goat now. Do you know how hard it is? I mean, farmers, yeah, sure, they're ten a penny, but do you know how hard it is to get goats these days? Just look up a mountain. But do you see a mountain here? Honestly. Anyway, clicks and a door appears behind you. Through you go, through to the next one. Not that nice. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Could get, buy me a drink first. <laughs> what, before kidnapping you? How many times have you been kidnapped? That's not how this works. Um, I thought you knew everything. Do you know what my job was before this? Y- you were you were an investigator. You shot things and were sad about it. Well, I wasn't... Well, I was sad once I re-remembered what there was to be sad about. Yeah. I was quite happy in the meantime before mm-hmm. that. But, yeah. Have you been kidnapped before? Plenty of times. The right. Then you thieves, know. Thieves don't like it when you start messing around with their, you know, trade route scams and other things. No, I'm sure they don't. And how many times have they bought you a drink first? Mm. You know, things can change. It'd be nice one time. 
Well, look, roll the dice. Maybe it'll be a bar next time. Let's not oh, see. I did not know that was an option. Hmm. Oh. A four. Mm. A four, you say? Interesting. Okay. Uh, right. <clears throat> you push this door open. Immediately, as you open it, it's dark. And then the smell of a, a roaring fire hits you and something delicious cooking in a pot. And as your eyes readjust to the the new lighting situation, you realize you're in a, a hut with a thatched roof. There's furniture, it's relatively small, rounded. In the center is a cauldron and stirring the contents of the cauldron is a hag. Oh, hello, dearie. Welcome. Uh, hello? Hello, come in, come in. Close the door behind you. You're letting a draft. Uh, does it smell suspicious or does it just smell like stew, the food? I mean, it smells delicious. Whether that is also suspicious or not is down to you are an investigator. You could do some investigation or some, I don't know, some sniffing. Mm, he, he reads people, so I feel like he'll let, let the hack talk for now. Um, he'll come down. Is there somewhere nice to sit? There is, actually. Um, you, uh, There is a... A chair, and as you sit down on the chair, you realize that there is a bed just a little further round, and on the bed is Prosperous hmm. asleep or unconscious, looking rather ill. Oh, yes, you've spotted P. Good. Mm good. Uh, I've got an antidote for the terrible poison that P has been fed. What would you give me for it? No. Uh, well, if this is, is what it says... In the name, it's an illusion, so I wouldn't need to give you anything because nothing would happen, correct? How much are you willing to wager that that's the case? Uh, well, I'll just... Is this not still an illusion? It's straight ask, um, trying to read into um, the illusionist. The illusionist can't be seen. Oh, they're not there anymore. Interesting. Uh, you look at the hag and ask that same question. Is this not an illusion? Uh, and I can use my... What's it called? If I can find it. You'd think after five sessions I'd know my character. <laughs> So are you are you on a, the digital character sheet as well? Because there's a lot of scrolling. Yes. Um, ear for deceit. 
Mm. What does that so, do? When I make an insight check, um, whether a creep to determine whether a creature is lying, I can treat anything lower than a seven as an eight. Fair enough. Uh, would you want to make me an insight check on the Yes, hack? on that question. On that question specifically? Yes. Is this not an illusion? The haggis continuing to stir and stare you down. Uh, 31. Ooh! The hag is being perfectly truthful when she says, of course it isn't. He is waiting. But when you look at the room, and indeed the hag herself, there is a slight shimmer and edge to everything. Hmm. Oh, okay, right. Well, you can have my life if you need it. You can have uh, my gun. You can have my notebook with all of my previous cases. Um, well, if you take my life, I guess you get them all. But what you would want. be your most precious thing? Are you playing a, a literal or a more... You know, like my feelings or me memories, because I feel that's pretty permanent. Um, You've already given up your memories before. Yeah, to someone incredibly similar to you. But that suggests that they're not that precious to you if you've already given them up before. And uh, what? Got no, they back were, again? and I prefer not to, because the pain it caused me and many other people was rather unpleasant. But. Um, in fact, it might arguably have been the most painful thing I ever gave up because it was torturing my entire soul. So, you know, it's... Ah, but the the key there is you gave up a painful memory and not a pleasant one. So the painful memory is not precious to you. How about my childhood with Prosperous? You'd give up the memories of that? To save P, sure. You wouldn't necessarily feel the same way about P as you do currently if you were to give up your childhood memories. See, the thing with P is... Prosperous weighs on you. Like, the personality, everything. Like, you don't lose that relationship with P for very long. It always comes Exactly back. is your relationship with P. Mm. Childhood friends. We've always had each other's back. We've been apart for a long time, but that's probably one of the strongest partners I've ever had. Any problem? Very well, then. And the hag will uh, extend a hand towards your forehead and you see a silvery stream come out and uh, just as you feel the uh, the edge of that memory fading away, you glance to the side and you see what was P before is now three little creatures uh, under the, the blankets just going <laughs> um, but before it disappears completely uh, you look back and the hag is now just the illusionist just uh, 
bops you on the forehead. Very well. Roll again. Twin, no, oh, twelve. How are we feeling, Fore? Hmm. That's a little bit of an intense one. We've gone from something you should have been good at and weren't to <laughs> a puzzling thing where you failed to well, quite you, an emotional You theory. failed, but as far as I'm concerned, I still succeeded. Um, the goat and the farmer are dead. Yeah, but that's the farmer's fault, not mine. If you split it anyway, anyway, how are you feeling? This is about you. Um, I'm feeling like talking is a free action. Fair enough. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Mike. <laughs> Hello. Avoiding talking about feelings. I see. Uh, who? No. <laughs> what? Never. <laughs> All right. I will ask you a question instead. What have we got? Uh, um... Okay. What skill would you like? Uh, what skill would you most like proficiency in in real life? Oh. Let's have a look, shall we? I do like. I like. I like seeing people's intentions. So I think it'd have to be insight. Because mm-hmm. I do like, I, I'm I'm a bit of a sort of in conversations. I do enjoy kind of sitting back and just sort of people watching and taking in what people are saying and sort of enjoying sort of where people's minds are taking them, especially in like really like intense um, conversations. That might be something a little deeper than just a oh how's your morning or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I do enjoy sitting back. So you know, actually being able to understand and see a little bit more into the intentions of what people say would be really nice. Because even if it's negative or positive, I feel like it's quite nice to know. You know, if it's coming from a really nice place, but might unintentionally be, oh, that was a bit hurtful, but oh, you meant it in a nice way, so we can figure that one out. But I I like that on the positive side. Maybe I don't need to know if someone's being malicious or not. We don't, you know, insightful on the positive people. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's also useful if uh, if people are trying to pull a fast one and yeah. uh, and trick you to, to be able to tell. But uh, but yeah, it's, it's good for, for the more, more positive side of things. Yeah, fair enough. What would you say that whether you want it to be or not, what would you say is the skill that you, Mike, are most proficient at? Mm. Without any magical bonuses. Um. How good are See, you? See, it could animals? be... It could be... <laughs> I'm very, I work with animals, so I'd like to think that <laughs> I, uh, um, I'm okay. Yeah, uh, animal handling. Um, uh, and, you know, insight is still up there. It potentially even would be an expertise that I plop on it because it is something I do enjoy doing and um, I really care. And I'm quite persuasive. I can, you know, but not in like a deceivingly 
you know, like mm-hmm. getting someone to give me something or stuff like that. I'm just sort of genuinely like persuasive in positive ways. I like to think coming at things from a from a more honest. Honesty, like, yeah, I think, the, yeah. The logical thing, right? This is. I can be trusted. Do. I feel like a lot of people trust me. People can. I feel like that's the kind of thing an untrustworthy person would say, Mike. Oh, maybe you figured it out. <laughs> maybe truly, it's deception. Oh no! What a schema! What a schema! <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Me? Uh. Oh no! See you. This is not how it works. You're not supposed to throw the questions back at the question master. It's my um, favorite thing. It's ah. just like, <laughs> illusionist, tell me. Yes. <laughs> You've broken things. Yeah. Um, that was my plan all along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I would like to think in insight is, is up there and all, but... Yeah. Um, I guess I am a performer, so performance. Um, depends on the kind of performance, though. Uh, don't try to get me unicycling. Uh, that will not go well. Or juggling. Yeah. Not great at juggling. I'd like to see you try do both at the same time. That is now, like, on a little okay. wish sure, list. Sure, 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 sure. I, I don't think it'd be very entertaining, though, because I wouldn't even get going, I think, is the problem with that I feel like you underestimate your power oh there we go persuasion (laughs) (laughs) positively (laughs) some kind of deceptive persuasion (laughs) so sneaky all right so the illusionist grabs you back and you are back inside the hut but the door is on the other side of it now silver door awaiting roll me another d100 Oh, 88. That must mean something. I mean, it means as much as uh, as all the other numbers. Uh, okay, good. You um, you open the the silver door, and the first thing that uh, that hits you is a uh, again, it's it's dark, but your eyes are sort of used to that because you're in a darkened hut anyway um there is a warmth coming different from the the fire crackling warmth this is sort of more of a general arid heat and as you step through sand crunches beneath your feet um when you were pushing the door open it had a little bit of push to it because the sand had built up behind it um and then as you walk through the uh, the sky gets brighter and brighter and you realize that you weren't in a darkened room you were out in a in the desert um in the dunes and then the sun just starts to rise off the distance and the horizon and uh as the sun rises it catches on a the golden shining top of uh, a sphinx statue that sits there, paws crossed, waiting. You can see the next door just behind it, and it just waits for Foray to approach. Yeah, it was sort of, you know, I do that almost skip down the dune that you have to do when you're going <laughs> down them. Yeah. <laughs> um, sort of skid to the bottom. Hello. Hello. Ah. 
Hello. Would you like to get past? Yeah, or we could, you know, sit down and have a cuppa and have a chat. Oh, you know what? No one's ever asked me that before. They always want to solve my riddle, but that would be quite nice. Have you got a yeah. cup of tea on you? No, I've got a flask of whiskey. Same day. That's all right. That'll do. That'll do. Yeah, passes it across and so. Um, is it sat, sat on a plinth or is it like just sort of sat in the sand? It's on a, yeah, it's not a, a very tall plinth. It's maybe about four foot tall, hmm. the plinth. So it does have It'll to just, kind of reach yeah. a little bit. But. If he can, he'll just perch himself on the side of the plinth and look up at the uh, sphinx sitting do you, with it. <laughs> do you pass the flask open or is it? Oh, you just pass uh, the flask? I feel like. The foreign nose things don't have thumbs, so... <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'll pass it up. Fair enough. And, uh, yeah, we'll we'll take a drink. What's your deal? Uh, good question. I don't think I've made any deals with anybody, but I think you're meaning more in a general term. Yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, no, I, I, I meant, like... Who are you? Why are you here? What what do you what do you want? Uh well I don't know why I'm here here with the illusionist. I'm being played with. Oh um, her. Oh yeah, she's marvellous. No, yeah, really interesting, you know, throwing all these interesting, you know, challenges and problems. Um and I'm just kinda, you know what? It's kinda like a holiday for me, you know. Um I can just, you know, relax. I don't have to take it too seriously because really None of it's real. So, you know, instead of having to get stressed and angsty about it, I can just be quite, you know, relaxed. So enjoy, sit with you. I imagine you've got a riddle for me at some point because you're not going to let me just march over to that next door. No, I don't oh, you like could. riddles, yes. Yeah, I mean, we could have just have a nice time and then shake hands and I could go on my way. Or we could play a game. It's up to you. I, I like the idea of having a nice time, but no, I am legally obliged to ask you a riddle which you must answer so oh, well fair enough and yeah i mean i once was a uh enforcement of the law so i can't be going and breaking it now no, just, just really? because i don't have a badge anymore what's the closest you've ever come to breaking the law um uh, i don't know i guess justifiable murder but some people would murder it... yeah you know Sometimes you gotta do dirty things to get to the truth. I'm not really like that anymore, but you know, I did have an angry stage at one point. Would you murder me if I don't let you through? No. Like I said, this place ain't real, but I'm also not here to be upsetting people. I'm you know. real. Well, fair enough. Well, well, how can you say this place isn't real and then then just say fair enough to, oh, but I, 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 tell me I'm real. No, I'm sure you are real. The illusionist made, you know, hints that she takes people and puts them here. Um, yes, she, the illusionist also, is great. Yeah, but she could, you could also be the illusionist, you know, because I am getting, don't forget, I'm not here to offend you, but I'm also being screwed with. So, you know, actually understanding what is real and isn't is a little bit complicated. Do you not enjoy the challenges that you've been posed so far? Yeah. 
But, you know, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of my mind being messed with. So it's like, it's a real, you know, catch 22, you know, it's like a little holiday, enjoying a bit of fun, but I'm also being messed with, you know, so it's like a real... You like a challenge, but you don't like it if it's a mental challenge or an emotional well, challenge. I'm mentally emotional when you're being tricked, you know, that's usually, you know, when I'm after a serial killer and they've figured out I'm after them, so they start leaving you know, personal tricks and traps for you. That's when it really gets personal and frustrating, you know. So but don't you don't... find that part the fun part? Mm, yeah, no. You but know, they're paying think... attention just to you. Yeah, but people are also dying because of it. You know, no, morality, morality aside, slightly inconvenient for the general, you know, ticking away of life. It would be quite inconvenient to die, yes. Interesting. Well, thank you for imparting your your moral compass upon me. I have some more of that whiskey. No, I mean, why don't you keep hold of it? You never know when they come come next. Maybe they might actually be willing to have a conversation. Maybe, maybe so. Well, thank you very much for this. I will sort of tuck it behind them a little bit but it's sort of it's a bit precarious there's not that much room on this plinth <laughs> and they can't close the lid because again no opposable thumbs yeah try not to get sand in it <laughs> well that's all right i don't mind drinking sand i am sand so so Maurice. yes oh right okay this is my favorite part okay <clears throat> what is always old and sometimes new, never sad and sometimes blue, never empty but sometimes full, never pushes but always pulls. Hmm. Is it a river? No. No. Always old, sometimes new, never sad, sometimes blue, never empty but sometimes full, never pushes and always pulls. Is this a point where I can shout for a friend? Well, you can try, yes. We are in the desert, though. Do you have any friends that live in the desert? Not that I know of. The Sphinx takes another swig of whiskey. The pause <laughs> accidentally spills It's it. such a shame, because Fauri is really good at this sort of stuff, but Mike, Mike but always that's okay. We'll, we'll roll me, uh, roll me an intelligence check, or a... Uh, Insight, or yeah, either of those would work. Well, insight's more about people. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, straight intelligence check, or it could be a history check, maybe, or maybe a nature check. Let's say eighteen on an intelligence check. There you go. So yeah, as uh, Froray is sitting there 
pondering. Uh, you uh, you start fixating on the uh, the the words uh, new and blue and full, and you start to think, okay, what could be the second word behind each of those? What new something, blue something, full something, and then you suddenly go moon. Oh, yeah. So you put it all together. What would you say? Um, yeah, I, I think he'd just <clears throat> he'd take his time, probably light, light, roll, roll up a cigarette and light it, and then just sort of like nonchalantly say, oh, "I think it's moon, probably moon." Mm. I don't know where I got river from, but I think it might be moon. Well, rivers can be blue and then they can sometimes be full. So I can understand, yes. And as you um, think of moon, you know, so the rising sun has actually faded into a rising full moon instead. And uh, it's just a really nice sort of pretty sight. You sat on this plinth with this sphinx and there's uh, sort of the desert leads out all around you there's lots of stars in the sky and a big full silvery moon casting light and it's just a really nice little peaceful moment just chilling mm-hmm. with the sphinx and then the sphinx eventually sort of goes oh, well that was lovely but I, I shan't keep you much longer you better be on your way I um, I go find where the illusionist is gone um, nice to meet you and you take care what was your name again Furry and yours, Sphinxy. Oh, Sphinxy. Hmm. Yes, you'd think I'd have a more inventive name than that, but uh, the illusionist sometimes doesn't prepare very well. So no, well, on the nose is always the best way. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> take care. And he'll sort of crawl up on all fours up the dune to get to the next door. <laughs> <laughs> And as you open the uh, the next door, you see rather than there being another room there, there is actually a, a purple portal and the illusionist appears next to you. Well, that was fun, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a nice break. I think we'll call it that. A nice break. Okay, good. Yes, good. That's what I like to hear. I... She sort of makes a, a little note. Nice break. And like does another, does a little like, like a, a gate tally thing. Does like another a gate on uh, <laughs> one side. Yes, that's positive. Positive feedback. Good. Yes. Excellent. Uh, right. Foray. Well, thank you so much. Uh, and uh, would you want to give a little wave to our audience to say thank you to them? So you just look at a wall. <laughs> you can see the cameras there. She's just pointing at like the middle of nothing in the air. You just said a lot of words that I don't understand. Okay, dear. Well, audience, thank you for joining us for Talking is a Free Action. You can find us here every Friday, uh, 6 or 7 p.m. Uh, BST, no. 
now then we're a little bit early this week because there's all sorts of there's a place called America and a place called the United Kingdom and they have different times sometimes so this time I believe it's uh, 5pm GMT uh, but next week it will be back to 6pm GMT uh, Mondays and Tuesdays it will be 6 till 9pm GMT we stream our D&D documentaries where you can follow the adventures of people just like Rory here uh, Rory I believe the documentary documentary you're part of is called Drowning in Blackwater? That's the one. Has there been much drowning? Uh, very close. Oh dear. And uh, th- this is where everything's been collapsing in on you and there's been maggots, yes. Uh, that wasn't where the drowning was, that was another place that was collapsing in on us. Multiple collapsing. Right, okay. Well, that sounds delightful. You get back to that. We'll see how that ends on Monday. And on Tuesdays at the moment, we have a campaign called Seeds of Defiance, which is being DM'd by someone called Sean. I'm sure they're very good. Uh, All of this you can find uh, here. That's twitch.tv forward slash RPG, And you can watch it immediately afterwards and on YouTube as well. And remember, we'll be on the podcast apps. And thank you very much to all of our D20 club. They're very marvellous. You could be as marvellous as they are by supporting us uh, from as little as one of your local currencies per month. Uh, And also we have lots of sponsors and supporters and they're all marvellous too. Thank you very much to all of those. Uh, Frore, do you have any final words or things you'd like to talk about or mention before you step through the portal and go back from whence you came? Mm. Wish me luck. And as you go to step through the portal, you notice at the top of it, carved in stone, is uh, the ancient question master proverb, always stay classy at the table. (laughs) 